1: So we really enjoyed the Ranger conversation that broke out on the morning show this morning. There's a lot to it, and we're going to peel back the layers coming up at 540. But the big news of the day, Cowboys-wise, is that Zeke issued an apology. You can go read the whole thing at 105.3thefan.com. Zeke Elliott. But there's one part that really stands out to me, and he says... I've worked hard to make better decisions and live up to the high standards that are expected of me. I failed to do that here, and I made a poor decision. God, I hope he means that and lives his life knowing that is always there while he's a Dallas Cowboy and needs to live up to the fact that the NFL is watching him with a different set of rules than they are any other player. And it's not fair. It sucks. Sucks for him. Sucks for Jerry. Sucks for Cowboys fans. But it's the reality of the situation. And as long as everyone understands that what that's what they're dealing with, then maybe he can get through this thing and not get a bunch of unfair suspensions and be the MVP of this team and one of the best players in football, and all the way through his most productive years. Yeah, that's what we're all hoping, man. That is what we're all hoping. I hope he truly. Feels and means this, and it's not just some words he put out there to make himself look good. And
0: I, I just feel like the way this probably went down, they had the meeting, and Zeke was probably very honest about the situation. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he was sitting there really knowing that <laughs> he's probably not a big fan right now in the league office, though. Like, I mean, he doesn't have a lot of fans in the league office. Right. Um, so I think he probably went. I would assume that he was very honest. And I assume the meeting ended with, all right, we will think about this and let you know. Mm-hmm. And I just can imagine walking out of that, not knowing how bad I would feel. Not knowing, am I about to get suspended again?
1: Is this my hey, dude? Is this my is this
0: what I am now? This is what I'm remembered by now. I'm the right. two time NFL rushing champ. And I'm remembered as just a guy who gets suspended sometimes. Dude, I was talking to somebody earlier about this. So what are Zeke's endorsements?
1: Um what? Well. A guy who is that charismatic, and he is. Cowboys fans adore him. He's cool looking. He's got a lot of personality. I jumped into the bucket. Jumped into the bucket for charity. I'm
0: a fun guy.
1: And then when they find him for that, I'll donate money to charity. You know, he's
0: he's
1: doing all these great things. He's the best player on the Dallas Cowboys. What are his endorsements? Cole Beasley had more endorsements than him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So he's put himself in that situation. He's put himself in that situation, and I I get the fans that are that disagree and think it's messed up. Uh, I totally get that, but yeah. that's that's what it is until the new CBA comes together. It's how the process is going to be, right? Okay, and honestly, I don't think anything's going to change with that because mm-hmm. I think there's going to be other things that they might find to be more important, uh, more important, worth bargaining for, right? Um, at the next CBA, but like I, so I get the people who are frustrated by it, but the the guy to be mad at whether what happened was worthy of a punishment or not is the guy that put himself in that situation
1: responsible for your own yeah, actions gotta man got to
0: be responsible for your own actions and it's unfair if you were that, told don't get in trouble again at work right it's unfair maybe don't get in trouble again
1: it's unfair that he has stricter guidelines but he does so what are you going to do you going to fight it and miss time and get suspended did as we're sitting here talking about uh, a new contract for Zeke and all that stuff so, you know, he paid back part of his bonus when he was suspended six games and then didn't get a game check for six games and mm-hmm. he's paying an agent. And he had legal fees. He had legal fees, bro. Yeah. Like, I don't think he's probably flush with cash right now. I'm sure he's doing fine. He's
0: doing he's doing fine just because of his rookie deal money. Yeah. Like, you know, but 10 million this year or whatever. Right. But he doesn't have that. It 10- could be unstoppable. And honestly, your shelf life. I, I don't think his, I don't think his running back shelf life is as short as others. I think yeah. he is gonna be around for ten years, but
1: by ending up on TMZ, he is wasting his most productive, valuable years from an endorsement standpoint, farting around with suspensions. That's and it, that's and, that is as factual as it could be. Jason Garrett's gone on record saying that, remember? Yeah. So it's like, what do you want to do?
0: And it also comes down to as much as it may make some Cowboys fans mad or may seem unfair. It's kind of just right now, mm-hmm. the way it is, and it's the way it is because of the incidents from the past, dude. You and can, that's multiple incidents. Right. It's not one thing. Right? It's multiple things. And and you know what? It's the same reason David
1: Irving's not around. Yeah. David Irving can complain about IRS problems and all this and that. He knows what the rules are, and he did something else instead. Yeah. So then that was a conscious decision,
0: wasn't a medical issue. It was sure. a conscious
1: decision. Hey, you have a surprise for me, don't you?
0: So on 105.3thefan.com, I've posted... I'm doing this about once a month. Okay. I posted a new article uh, yesterday, and it's called the Tolo Q&A. Volume 2 just went up yesterday. All right. Okay. Like the blueprint. Um, I did Volume 1 in June, so Volume 2... And I just took some questions from some uh, some of our great listeners.
1: Was this like at an event? Was, this, was No, just did... people
0: sent them to me. You can uh, DM me on Twitter. My DMs are open. You can email oh. me, kevin.turnerdinnercom.com, whatever. Yeah. Um, so I just took a bunch of questions. Okay. And I was sitting there going, man, these are pretty good questions here. And I enjoyed writing answers for them. Okay. I hate writing. So I wanted to kind of just throw this at you. And Shippy, right. you can pop on as well, of course. Uh, so just some of these questions, see what you think here. Okay. What do you guys? This is from Kelly C. Murphy. And what do you guys talk about most during commercial breaks? Um, some of it, it just can't be on the air at open. Yeah, back. a lot of it is.
1: There's a lot of laughing and oh my god, I can't believe that that was just said. And are we going to get
0: fired for that? Yeah, seems like a lot of that. We we'll basically
1: a do a satellite radio show. In yeah,
0: and I would say the right. the yeah. the other side of that is sometimes it's just quiet. Yeah, cause because you're reading. Because the worst, the last thing you want. I'm
1: always doing Sudoku.
0: The last thing you want is someone always talking. Yes. Yeah. Like, like we've had Listen listeners come hang out. Turns. Like, and just very few mm-hmm. times, but we've had listeners come up in studio, watch the show a couple times, mm-hmm. and there's been a few people, not many, mm-hmm. who are just like they're just yakking at you during breaks. It's like hold on, just kind of our second to kind of catch your breath, just, just slow slow organize along. your thoughts, right? You know, so just, sometimes there's not a lot of talking. You know, it's at least at least it's typically not about what we're actually doing. And a lot of times it's,
1: are you serious? You're going to do that? I can smell that over here.
0: <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, Ben. Go do that out in the hall.
1: <laughs> Go do that in Spittle's office. God, it smells terrible right now.
0: Now, this one's from David Jack Lennon. <laughs> Excuse me. And again, you can find this at 1053thefan.com. The Telo Q&A. Do you think the Rangers will attract more talent when they move inside next year?
1: Ooh, um, I do think that they will be, I think they'll have a better chance at obtaining a high-level pitcher.
0: You know, yeah, okay. You know, my thought on that is that I don't know how much that it will affect it. It affects pitchers. But it definitely doesn't hurt it.
1: It affects pitchers, I think. I think a lot of pitchers are like, man, I don't want to go grind in that heat. One thing, though, that uh, Derek Collins has always told me is that he liked the heat here because it was a competitive advantage for him against opposing pitchers because he was used to this type of weather and a lot of other pitchers weren't. I don't know if that's a prevalent way of thinking for Mm -hmm. a lot of Major League Baseball pitchers, but I was surprised when he would talk about the heat in kind of a positive sense like that. You
0: know, something pitchers do a lot is they run. There's a lot of running that goes into being a pitcher. And we don't talk about that much. Running foul run, poles? Oh, I'll see you in five days. The pitchers run a ton. Mm-hmm. So they're probably thinking about things not only on every fifth day, how is this going to affect my every day? Right. You know?
1: And to Shippey's point, a pitcher is not going to really think about that unless they've been through it.
0: You remember JD's many times has told stories of like Claudio and LeClerc would be the guys who'd get out early every day and in, in the heat, mm-hmm. and they're down the left field line or right field line or whatever, and they're doing their, their hardcore workout at 2 p.m. Right. And just like, it was like, hey, these guys care and they work hard, but it's like, Hey, well, if you could do that inside, <laughs> you know, right. how cool would that be? Wouldn't be really cool. It would cool. be 30 degrees cooler. <laughs> it's, it's like uh, uh, pitching cool it for
1: LA Fitness or something.
0: Uh, next in the Tolo Q&A, if you could have a meal with anyone who ever existed, who would you choose? I have
1: two that are just immediately jumping to my mind so fast, Bill Murray and David Letterman. Mm-hmm. Like Those are my dudes. I mean, I've, I'm talking about you could have asked me that when I was in eighth grade and I would have given yeah. you that answer. I'd probably go with Will Ferrell or J. Cole. Oh, that's great. I'm already pretty tight with J. Cole, so you know. Yeah, not he, the, not that keep bragging. <laughs> what uh, about you? What did you put, or do we have to go read the article to find you gotta
0: out? You got to go to the article to find out. Okay. I don't feel like getting made fun of right now. Yep. What is your favorite segment and why? I like the uh, Tolo QA where we go through some <laughs> questions that Kevin's uh,
1: recently written an article about. I think that's pretty great. Either that or um, Jeffrey time. I like the new intro to Jeffrey Time. Hey, do you have the new intro to Jeffrey Time? Uh, let me see. <laughs> Please see if Brian. you can find that. I saw a little good response about it, on the, it was on the Twitter web. so great, man.
0: It was... Is it? Are they going it, with that? It, I hope they, they... Do they have a choice? Is
1: it the Brian Clark Jeffrey Time? No. I mean, who could it's know the, the one where it's that? just
0: a guy talking. There's no music playing at it. I seriously think if they
1: release this right now on iTunes, it would shoot up to number one on the charts. Is this
0: it? No. It's no. Jeffrey Time. Okay.
1: It's... It's a. Uh, let's see here. It's a guy. There's no music in oh, it. Oh, here
0: we go.
1: Let me listen. Here we go. Let me
0: listen. <laughs> probably should have planned this segment out better. Yeah, somebody should have told me that we were. going What's play the play next the thing, there, there, Kevin? Thing. What's the most fun interview you've ever had? The most fun, um, on the show, probably
1: the fifth one we did with Banny. No, um, <laughs> so I. I Golly, that's hard, you know, because we've had so many fun ones with Dirk and so many fun ones with Travis. Um, but I'm trying to think of one that would be a one-off that, you know, it it wasn't necessarily fun. It ended up having some fun moments, but I still couldn't believe that we were talking to former president, or I guess you're always a president, George W. Bush. Bush.
0: Yeah, that, that ended up being great.
1: That ended up being really, really good, and I find him to be a very likable man. Owen Wilson? No! Whoa!
0: God, that was great. I forgot about that. The Owen Wilson one was good. The Owen Wilson one. Billy Bob Thornton a couple weeks ago. Yes, Is this it? Please, friend. Yes. Please be quiet. I am trying to listen to Jeffrey Time. (laughs) It is my favorite segment where he talks about the Cowboys (laughs) and the Rangers. Shut up, Mike Basket. Please. (laughs) I am trying to hear the Jeffrey Time on 105.3. No fan.
1: That is so good. That is the best show intro I've ever heard. A buddy of mine texted me, quote, shut up, Mike Basket."
0: (laughs) His voice is so funny, too. Amazing. He sounds like he's dying, so he's on his deathbed. Are you done with spring break? (laughs) He's on his deathbed dying. Time is of the essence. All he wants to do is hear one more segment before he goes to meet his maker. He's about to give up the ghost, and he just wants to hear one more segment about a Sasquatch hunt. Please, friend. <laughs> <laughs> and Mike Baskett won't shut up to get to Jeffrey
1: time. <laughs> who are we? Please, friend. Who are we forgetting? <laughs> Please, friend. Who are we forgetting? <laughs> Owen Wilson, uh, Billy Bob. Uh,
0: Garrett. <laughs> Garrett's Bush. actually pretty good when you've interviewed yeah, he's him because we ha- we don't have him on every week like Sean and RJ do. Right. Like he's the worst got to, time to, the to the interview Garrett.
1: Oh, oh, the workaholics
0: yeah. guys are fun. I wasn't involved The in Aaron that. And Paul thing twice. Oh, no, oh, Airpaw yeah. mm-hmm. Uh, The whole cast of Breaking Bad, pretty much. Um, Okay, who cusses the most at the radio station? Um,
1: I mean, everybody cusses so much, I don't <laughs> even know how to... They really do. Right. It's like, uh, people always go, man, how do you not cuss on air? I was like, oh, that's what we should say to the earlier question. As soon as we go to break, we just all spit out
0: cuss words for <laughs> 35 seconds. Yeah, we to gotta get, it, get them out. Sit so out my, of our system. My answer... Who cusses the most at the radio station? Casually cusses. I said me, Skin, or Sean. Yeah. I I cuss a lot. I'm just like off the air, obviously, who cusses the most. Right. Um, Shippy cusses a lot. Yeah. Ben cusses a little bit. I wouldn't say a lot, Mm -hmm. but a little bit. Ben still loves the Lord too much to cuss as much as he does. Uh, who at the station, station where this, they asked me this, then not you, I was a boy when I started working here. You were a grown man.
1: Okay. Who at the
0: station were you most intimidated by when you first started out? At our station? Yeah. I mean, I wasn't
1: really intimidated Because you were a grown
0: man. Right. But I, I was 25 going Mm -hmm. into my first foray into full-time radio. Right. And the one that I couldn't get a read on was Dawson. And then Dawson worked nights. Right. And I knew his situation. I was thinking, man, he's probably like... Wait, these guys are coming back. I why am I not afternoon drive? Mm-hmm. You know, it's in my head. Right. Turns out Dawson was one of the first guys on the staff that would actually have actual talks about the station, and you know, I really, real really talks liked, with. I
1: really, really like Gavin Dawson. Now, when I got here, me and Sharif had beef. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we'd been on on rival stations and been talking trash to each other and all that. Uh, and when I got here, I let him know very early on. I was like, hey. Whatever our previous beef is, as far as I'm concerned, it's over because we're teammates now. Yeah, And I think he looked at me like, you are full of it, and I don't trust you, You're and you're an ass. And I think after a couple months, he realized that I was uh, being real with him. Yeah. That I was really like, dude, that's all in the past. I'm not worried about it. And me and Sean get along really good.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?